welcome back to Coping with Jesus, brought to you by St. Walter Church in Roselle, Illinois. Today we begin Season 7 of Coping with Jesus. That's a lot of seasons we've had already. I can't believe it's so many seasons. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my Uh, And it's good, and we're excited, and we are really excited about our subject. We call Season 7, A Deeper Look at the Parables. My name is Donna Burke. I'm Julie Majofsky. And we are your hosts. hosts. Today we are having a conversation with Annette Spezio. Thank you for being here. Glad to be here. Thank you. And Lisa Steiner. Thank you for being here. I'm glad to be here as well. Thank you. Usually, we begin our uh, podcast with a scripture. Today, we're going to begin our podcast with a little definition. (laughs) (laughs) Of scripture. (laughs) Yes, a little definition um, of what we always talk about, what we always associate with scripture, the parables. And so I went to Wikipedia because I was all over the place, and this one said it best. (laughs) The simplest one. So here's the little definition of parable. Jesus' parables are seemingly simple and memorable stories, often with imagery, and all teach a lesson in our daily lives. Scholars have commented that although these parables seem simple, the messages they convey are deep and central to the teachings of Jesus. And I'll step there and see where we go. Sounds good. So one of the things that before, I know, Lisa, you have a lot of good information in Annette, obviously. You always have something really profound to say. Um, (laughs) No pressure. (laughs) um, One of the things that I read, and I wanted to do a little more research than I had a chance, but that parables were not uncommon in Jesus's time that they it's something that often prophets would use Uh, Socrates even used parables like that's how they taught and it's probably it kind of reminds me of um, you know how Native American stories came to be because they were taught and they were told to people since so many people didn't read Um, I think that that may be one of the reasons or one of the ways that these came to be because obviously Jesus came not for the learned and those that read, I mean, obviously they were invited, but not everyone that he talked with were studied the scriptures as much as... They weren't scholars. They weren't scholars. They weren't theologians. They were common. Right. Just like the rest of us. And his apostles were very common people. Right, they were common. And such a variety. I um, got more and more excited about uh, this season as it approached. And we had some nice uh, (laughs) pre-game discussion here today. We weren't. We weren't so silly. Sometimes we're a little so. No, we I think we felt a little pressure. That's <laughs> why. But you know, Lisa, you had some neat stuff that I know you're going to share a little more. But um, when I was driving here, I was thinking, kind of what you're talking about, Julie. I was like, you know, the most memorable. Uh, 
things that I um, that stand out in in my own life are um, usually around stories and images, and um, you know we associate an image with a time in our life. You know, and 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 I'll tell you this too. You know, I was thinking, I um, when I work with clients, often times I do imagery with them, mm-hmm. and the reason I do it is not because I'm so so special at that or anything. It's just because I know how helpful it is to apply images to things we're trying to understand deeper. Mm-hmm. And so for me, you know, I and I'm, you know, I I'll just say this last thing to, to begin with here is like I am a very visual, audiovisual person. You know, I'm more of a creative person, not as much of a thinker, right? And so a song, mm-hmm. an image, a smell. I mean, these are things that, for me, stick. And I know that Jesus knew this, too, when he went, when he went about teaching through par- parables. I think it, I was thinking, you know, and I even went so far as to think, you know, Jesus, in his human form, was pretty darn creative. Yeah. He was creative. <laughs> I mean, to tell parables, it's like, you know, he, he wanted, it's like writing a song. You know, he wanted to really convey right. his teachings, so he went to a story with images. Something I that they could relate about, to. You know, mm-hmm. these, this, this whole... And I wish there were more. I mean, there's there's a lot of parables. I know we're only hitting a few, but um, I, I really believe deeply that storytelling, metaphors... How many times... Have any of us, this is really the last thing I'll say here. But how many times do we say, um, you know, uh, um, oh, God, I just lost my thought. But, um, you know, we, we we use an image to teach something, you know, and or, you know, we say, you know, um, that reminds me of this. And and I just think that's what Jesus was doing. I think yeah. that's what he was about. Yeah. Absolutely. We use figurative language all the time. Um, I think, too, kind of tying in what both of you have said, I think one of the reasons why um, parables were often used, not just by Jesus, because they stick with us longer. If you, you know, even as um, parents and as teachers, we try to give questions more than answers Mm -hmm. because people when you discover your own learning when you work towards your own understanding Mm -hmm. you learn at a deeper level and so parables help us do that Mm -hmm. and they keep a fascination going Mm -hmm. for thousands of years we're still talking about whereas if it was explicitly explained well this is what i mean Mm -hmm. then we kind of lose a little interest right and and yeah. you're right. The the parable does give that imagery. Yeah. So the creative part of it, right? Right. Like you said, that's a great point too. Is like if we went too legitimately into what the meaning is, we would probably lose some interest to some degree. Right. It's just like, like a professor yeah. or a teacher giving a lecture where you're just basically taking notes and just sleeping and writing the notes versus someone telling you a story. Right. Like in regular conversations, people often use analogies. Or metaphors, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Bring it home. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It reminds me of a garden. It reminds me of the ocean. It reminds me of something, you know, yeah. Or it's like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I think so. I did do a little bit of research, um, and I think this kind of goes with it too. What we're already saying. Um, I looked up Loyola Press had some information here, and it said um, that the parables are used to illustrate or compare ideas, not define things precisely, but use comparisons to point us in the direction of an understanding mm-hmm. of how God works. Mm-hmm. Um, it's never too obvious. Um, and the purpose of the parables is not to settle issues, but to challenge us to think more deeply about issues. And that makes sense, too, why in some parables, some people will see this message and some people will see that. Which I mean, I think we'll see soon. Exactly. Um, like the one that we'll talk about later on is the prodigal son. And there's three pieces to that, all with lessons of its own. Yes. So it makes sense as to why, you know, he used those as a way to challenge the thinking, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. There's more than 40 parables that Jesus taught are there? In, the, in the Gospels. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize this until I was looking. There are even parables in the Old Testament yes. that David and Isaiah and the other prophets used. And once I was reading, I'm like, oh, yeah, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. I do remember this. Mm-hmm. So... It's a way that Jesus was accustomed to teaching mm-hmm. um, in a way that the Jewish people were accustomed to, yeah. to learning. And I think what you said, Julie, earlier, too, I didn't realize that, but I, I, I think that's interesting that we recognize and all our you know, um, listeners and everything, that we all realize and recognize that the written word was not... <laughs> You know, for that, everyone. <laughs> it wasn't for everyone at all. And, right. But, you know, and so... Like, it wasn't even happening. And, and so, um, like so many things, they were taught in the oral tradition. And, again, Jesus was pretty smart uh, <laughs> to know that we need images. We need stories so, attached to this stuff. You know, right. words alone aren't going to do it. Here, right. When right? you hear a teaching, it's difficult to remember the words of that teaching. You hear a story. Yes. You can, I heard a story today that mm-hmm. reminded me of this. Or mm-hmm. I heard a story and learned something. And that's what you're going to talk about in a little bit, uh, too, Lisa. But, but then we share it. Mm-hmm. I heard a good story. How many times do we say that? I heard this on the news. I read this. Mm-hmm. It's a good story. Yeah. You know? And then the stories pass on and on. And sometimes they grow and change. Right. Like yeah. the telephone game. But, um, that's it, right. It's why, because I'm an auditory person, uh, you know, mostly, but um, it's one of the reasons that I think I will remember a homily versus the actual gospel or any of the readings, because it's more relatable, usually, the homily is. So before we let you go on with your research, Lisa, um, I did also read that... um, the parables are in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Right. Um, they included many of the same stories, which makes them the synoptic gospels because they were all on the same, they followed the same path. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. John's gospels uh, were different. His content was um, largely teaching, more distinct, and it just wasn't, didn't follow. The, so again, that's the passing on of the stories. Those three thought that, like, here we are, the four of us. When we talk next week about a particular parable, there might be three of us that agree on this thought. 
mm. and someone else sees it differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And John didn't use, he didn't learn through the parents. Yeah, he was more of a scholar. A li- yes, mm-hmm. and like think like a storyteller in like, well, the very beginning of his Gospels are, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word, mm-hmm. you know, like he was more trying to put it flowery. Like putting it all into yeah. a nice... <laughs> right. He was probably an Enneagram 4. <laughs> an Enneagram type 4. <laughs> yep. <laughs> There's our Enneagrams again. <laughs> so what else do you have? Well, a, just a couple more things on the Loyal Press um, research that I did, you know, a source I found. Um, it said Jesus did not expect people to understand what he was saying. And if you think you know what a parable means at first glance, chances are you missed the point. That's interesting. I like that. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And then it says it, uh, parables raise more questions than answers. Mm-hmm. They help us see beyond the obvious to the deeper meaning that Jesus yeah. had in mind. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we're we're all saying. And, and Julie, you had mentioned um, two different people could see a parable differently. Mm-hmm. I think we can even see a parable differently every time Each we hear it. Yeah. yeah. Depending on where we are in our lives. Yeah. Right. That's the relationship we've developed right. with Christ, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think that's true. Oh, for sure. My, yeah. My, I hear the parables different. Yeah. Differently sure. All the scriptures, really. Right, all the scriptures. Yes, you know, people are like, oh, I know that scripture. You know, yeah, you do. You hear it every three years. But Mm -hmm. are you in the same place now that you were in three years ago? Right, right. And and isn't that why we call it the living word, you know? That's a a good point. See how wise your words are? (laughs) 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 I called it. But I think that's so true. Different views at different points in our life. Different people have different views. Um, now let's get to the tricky part. Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, so Donna and I had both picked up kind of the same. Um, Jesus explained his himself. He explained the the use of parables, and we found it from two different sources. And we kind of decided before we started our podcast that the one that I found might be uh, just a little bit clearer. In you win, yours is better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing, but we thought yours was a little bit more of the puzzle yes. <laughs> presented for us to really belabor and think through. Um, and this one might just be written a little bit clearer. So um, is that Jesus explains his use of parables. In this passage, Jesus also gives explanation for speaking in parables. When the disciples asked Jesus why he spoke in parables, Jesus said, because knowledge of the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven has been granted to you, but to them it has not been granted. To anyone who has, more will be given, and he will grow rich. From anyone who has not, even what he has will be taken away. This is why I speak them in parables, because they look but do not see, and hear but do not listen or understand. Isaiah's prophecy is fulfilled in them. But blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. And that was Matthew 13, 11 through 14 and 16. 
It also goes on to say, Jesus' explanation highlights how God grants understanding to those who are in Christ. It is by his grace that we understand the word and are saved. And that was, uh, you know, St. Paul had said, you know, some, some things that, um, that led to that. So I had mentioned before we started that it really makes me think that Jesus is encouraging our relationships. Yeah. Because we learn so much by talking about our relationship and our, our insights. Um, it's not just between us and God, or we don't deepen our understanding of the parable. Right. So we have to rely on the relationships. And Julie, what do you think about this? Right. Or right. Donna, what did you oh, think, right. you know, in that discussion? Or, you know, what did we learn at church? Or what did uh, Bishop Barron say? Mm-hmm. Or, you know. It makes the case for community. Right. Oh, yes. yeah. Right. Yes. Well, sure. what was Annette's wise words? I have to remember this and right. think deeper about it. You know, yeah. really, no, yeah. it's it's our it's our friendships, it's, it's our community. It's, it's a sharing, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Lisa. I couldn't agree with that more. Mm-hmm. You know, that's. Uh, and so, I heard it a little differently this time too. Like, um, if I want to know what. Jesus means, I mean, I could just hear it as a story. Oh, I love that story of, mm-hmm. of the parable of the prodigal son, or I love that story of the, of the widow, but, um, or whatever. I could hear it as a story like that was nice. Jesus said that that's so important to be um, compassionate. Or I can be like, take that deeper. What is Jesus trying to say to me about it? Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. my, my ears are open because. I'm connected to Jesus here. I want to. I think the cho and I think of the chosen because, all the time. Yeah, because if I was sitting there, which I wish I was, um, <laughs> one of those apostles sitting there listening to Jesus, I would want to know exactly what he's saying. So if he said it again a week later, I'd listen really extra hard. Mm-hmm. And then if I heard it again a month later, I'd be like. He's saying this again. What does it mean to me now? This must be important. I better pay attention. (laughs) But the point is, we do hear it every three three years. We do hear these stories. And um, what is it saying to us today? Well, and just as you were saying that, I was thinking about if they're asked, if if you're with Jesus and you're asking, what does this mean to me now? And then later on, you know what's happening in between there is you're learning more about Jesus. Jesus. They're watching him. They're listening to him. They're Mm -hmm. seeing his actions. Mm -hmm. And so they're developing their relationship with Jesus deeper and hearing the parable again Mm -hmm. in a different way. Mm -hmm. So that's just what we're saying is, you know, here too, is that we're developing our relationship with Jesus in between each time we hear those parables. Mm -hmm. So I agree. Mm -hmm. Even though we're not sitting right with him. Like, like grace is happening or something like that. Right? It, right. It's like, you know, it's taking more deeper root even mm-hmm. as we're just yes. the in between the in between times, you know, right. it takes deeper root. And I do think though too that the sharing the sharing of it is um, is is what helps it take deeper root. It does, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna use a little, you know, metaphor to in the spirit of parables, but it is like a garden. You know, and with gardening, you know, um, things, 
you know, seed off of one another and grow. And especially perennials, you know, they, you know, they develop in ground covers and they need one another. Like they need, you, you, you can't put a lone perennial in a garden and expect that garden to flourish, right? It needs other things. And anyway, I think that what you've read us, Lisa, is is um, really key to what we're supposed to be doing here is sharing what understanding we do get out of these parables. So, um, so how about just the fact that the Holy Spirit led us to this conversation this time? Mm-hmm. You know, right. we are meant, we, and hopefully listeners, but we for sure, are meant to discuss and grow through the parables and deeper understanding. And we thank, thank God that he called us to this this subject. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully it will be speaking to those that are listening, too. Right. And hopefully they'll find somebody to discuss it with. Yes. Great. Right. the point being made. It's It makes more sense sometimes if you're sharing it and discussing it. Which is, yeah, everything that Jesus wanted us to do. He wanted his own people to do the exact same thing. He wanted them to share and to to go out out and talk about this, you know, which is the great sending, you know, Mm -hmm. make disciples. That's right. so this has really built my excitement for this season. Good. <laughs> Were you not as excited before? Well, I was. I was. I'm a little afraid of those parables. <laughs> well, you feel like you have to be almost theological in the interpretation of them. I didn't know. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. And and I can't wait to hear, you know, each see each right. uh, episode, mm-hmm. each group, how people are going to interpret yeah. the parables. Right. I agree with that. I yeah. feel pretty excited this is a great way to evangelize. This is a great way to spark conversation. And this is, I mean, I use it just to make people feel good sometimes. Not to say that what we're saying is like this awesome wisdom, but, you know, often if my friends are going through something, I'll, I'll share it. Mm-hmm. I feel the same. I love listening to them each week. I, yeah. You know, I, I, I was feeling a little sad the last month or so without, without <laughs> my Wednesday morning, or it was Thursday morning that I'd listen. So, yeah, spread the word out there. Out there. <laughs> we're a little prejudiced, but we do think <laughs> and we're And we're funny sometimes. We, uh, <laughs> you should be here with us. <laughs> <laughs> Is that mean we're wrapping it up? I don't know, even know what time it is to have watch the time. We did pretty good. We did pretty good as yeah. a good intro. Any closing thoughts? I have one if nobody else does. But for some reason, when you were talking, Lisa, about when we were talking about repetition, it's not a parable, but the words um, that, Jesus always, that Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? And I think when we hear those words, Jesus is saying, 
you love me? And now it's now I'm hearing it three years later. Do you love me more? You know, mm. what what does it mean when I when he asks us that? Do you love me? Do you know me? I think yes, that's what he's yes. asking us. Yes. Do you know me? know me? And that's what I was thinking yeah. as you were talking about. If we share with others, we get to know Jesus better. And if we don't know Jesus, this means nothing to us. What he's trying to say doesn't make sense. No. But do we know him? It's all about, it's all about so it's understanding. All about getting to know getting to know him. That's and his love for us. Because yes. that's what comes out of these so much is how much he loves us. Yeah. And if we, yeah, and if we know him, we will feel that. Mm-hmm. We will feel that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, good point. That would be my prayer for all of us and for our listeners is that we spend this week just mm-hmm. loving Jesus and getting to know him. Yep. Amen. 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 Is that our final prayer then? I think that was a good closing prayer. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Amen. You put a final commercial. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Our final commercial. So again, if you can, uh, we're hoping that you will share this. Um, if you have any questions or would like to, you know, give us your thoughts or um, your your research or your understanding of any of the parables that we're doing this week or not sorry this week this series then um, you can send it to info at stwalterchurch.com and next week's parable is the rich fool yes only found in Luke yes that's interesting yes that's interesting Try to figure that out. Yeah, why is it only yeah, Luke? You can see my, I'm like, <laughs> why? <laughs> why did Luke only feel that it was a necessary <laughs> teaching? I Matthew were probably fighting over that discussion, and they didn't agree, so Luke just took it away. Anyway. Thank you for being with us today. We are so excited to be back with Season 7, and we hope you'll join us again next week. Bye-bye.